Las Vegas. Excited to have Seattle U men's basketball head coach Jim Hayford on with us. Coach, how are you? I'm doing great. Uh, it's it's fun to be doing what we love, which is coaching and playing basketball. And uh, it's been obviously a really crazy year, but um, you know our our team is getting better every week, and and that's gratifying as a coach, and it's fun to be out competing. You mentioned that it's been a crazy year. What's been the hardest struggle for your program? Um, well, probably just there's just a lack of connection. Just you know, you're playing in empty gyms. Um, yeah, your your team. It's hard to just like eat a meal together. You know, traveling together is different. Testing three times a week, but just all the the things that you take for granted or that help build intentionally community on it in a team around a team. It's just, everything's just really, really different. I was talking with a really good friend of mine who's been a division one coach or, you know, he's been doing this even longer than me. And he's just like, it's just been the most stressful year I've had. And I thought about, it and I thought, yeah, I got to agree with that. Cause there's just so many things going on that are outside of your control and uh, and then also just trying to lead young men through something that's totally crazy that you've never been through before. Mm -hmm. Looking at this past weekend, you got your first win against New Mexico State since 2018, and then you unfortunately fall on Saturday. What was the difference between the two games? Uh, well, you know, first of all, you know, give New Mexico State their credit that they're due that when you do beat them, people talk about beating them, right? No one. <laughs> And, uh, and so this is Chris and I came into the conference, Chris coach Dan's and I four years ago. So they've come to Seattle four, four times and we've been able to beat them twice when they come here, we haven't been able to win in Las Cruces. And so, um, they're the standard by what you want your team to be measured by because they've been the champions the last three years. And so what do I got to do to make my team be able to compete, uh, you know, that, that's that's the standard so you know first off lots of credit to them on Friday night we uh well we obviously shot the ball real well and then we out rebounded a great rebounding team in the second half and and, and kind of gave them a dose of their own medicine and then they woke up the next day and and said we're gonna go make it a physical game and they did and and there was a lot less scoring and and they were just tough with us and and uh we let the their lead balloon to like 14, but credit our guys, we, we had it back to one possession game under the last media timeout. And then they hit two big shots, executed a really big play that Henry made a three pointer. And that was the difference in the game. And, uh, and they fought, uh, they fought to the very end. And so we look good on Friday night. They look good on Saturday night, but if you look at scores all around the country, not just within the WAC, um, Friday night winners are having a hard time also being Saturday night winners. It's, it's just a weird setup and uh, is another part of a weird year. How can these series, these back-to-back -back weekend series, help moving forward into WAC Vegas? Uh, well, everything helps. Uh, you know, as long as your team is in a growth curve, you know, which means they're coming every day wanting to get better, wanting to improve. You know, in our case, we only have two seniors, and and uh, 
we have a whole new bunch of guys. We've got two guys who played a lot of whack basketball before this year and Riley Grigsby and Aaron Nettles, but it, it, everything else is new to them. So, you know, it's a, it's a development process, kind of a rebuild year, if you will. Last year we went into Vegas before it got shut down as the three seed and, uh, and it's a whole new bunch of guys. And so for us, it, it's like, you know, we're into this process of, of growing and developing and learning one another and getting better and using this crazy year for what it is. And so, okay, now we go to Rio Grande Valley to play two games, you know, really hard travel. Um, then we'll have Grand Canyon at home who's undefeated in conference. Like you just got to keep taking each of these as, Hey, this is going to make our team better. What do we got to do? so that we follow a scout better, so that we hold a game plan, that we adjust our defense to the strengths of the other team. And with my group, the more and more that we do that, a lot of it is the first time we're doing it together and we're gonna keep getting better and better at it because uh, this unique schedule is, that's what it's giving us for our opportunity to grow and develop. A positive spin there, coach. Well, I try to be positive most all the time. I wish I was more positive with the referees sometimes, but uh, <laughs> but it's a good way to live life. Well, you mentioned Riley in there, and him and Darian Trammell are actually the top two scorers in the WAC. What really fires them up? Um, well, they're both great teammates. They're both players that are really hard to guard. They both have a, a pretty good grasp and handle on our offense, which is kind of a unique structure. And um you know, I think, you know, Aaron had a tough night Saturday, but Aaron's also been playing really well. And so is a Mecca inside and we just need to get some bench production and, and then, you know, we can play and pace, you know, in space and with pace and, and be a team that's really, really hard to guard. But, but we're also, I think, a pretty solid defensive team, this group. So those two guys are really special. You got a game plan for them. Um, they both have a drive game. They both can shoot the three with great accuracy. When they get to the line, they're good foul shooters. And then and Riley has a really strong post post game. And so, um, and then both of them are just really, you know, pound for pound, they're just really strong. You know, our, our strength and conditioning coach, Cam, has done a great job with them. And, and they're just really just tough, solid, you know, they're, they're, they're great athletes. You mentioned heading out to UTRGB this weekend with the passing of Coach Lou Hill, the girls men's basketball coach. I'm sure it's going to be an emotional game. How do you prepare your players for something like that? Well, yeah, I mean, when we got back from Dixie State last week when we got off the airplane and there was the news of Coach Hill's passing, which, you know, just disbelief. You know, when you hear things like that, you're like, no, I, I mean, he coached last night. And, like, this has got to be wrong. And, uh, and so you kind of go through that and then you stop and you kind of inventory all the different interchanges that you had personally that I did with Lou and, and just like, man, just there are no negatives, you know, and that's hard because division one basketball is a very competitive nature that, you know, when you compete hard against one another, but, but Lou just had a way of, of kind of being bigger than all the moment and 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 you you know he's just a solid solid guy and uh you know from knowing him back being on coach Kruger's staff at Oklahoma and 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 I think Lou really resonated with coach Kruger and and as a part of that coaching tree and I think one of the best parts of 
Coach Kruger is, is just being good to people. And Lou really took that and then went and made it in his own program. And if you look at how people have done uh, down at Rio Grande before Lou, it just shows you what a great coach he was because of the success he was having. He, he came into the conference a year before, uh, you know, as I mentioned earlier, Chris and I did, and, and he turned his program around. And that was a place that was really hard to do it. So you got a great person, you got a great coach, you got a builder. And, uh, and so I, I just, you know, I, I'll miss him. I salute him. As far as this weekend, it's obviously an issue that's going to be uh, on the other side. You know, my guys are going to go play a basketball game. Uh, we'll be respectful of what that other team's going through. But um, I, I think, just all the emotion that's tied up with that is, is definitely something that, that the, uh, you know, the home team's going to uh, have to manage. Again, we want to pass along our condolences to the entire Hill family as well as the UTRGV family, but coach, thank you so much for hopping on with us today. Yeah. Great to talk with you. Love, love the whack. Looking forward to whack Vegas. And we still got three more great weeks of, of all these teams competing and it just shows that on every night anyone can beat anyone in our league and that that makes it a, a special time of competition we'll enjoy these next couple of weeks thanks again coach when we return from the road to act vegas we're going to talk some women too we'll be right back